back to another episode of Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. We are here on this scorching hot Georgia day. <laughs> Beth's sitting over here wishing that it was fall. In case y'all missed the, missed the last episode where I was melting. I'm still melting. Okay, I just had to get that out. Yeah, I'm very much over this weather. Oh my gosh. And if you've never lived in Georgia, you just don't know until you've lived through it. Humidity. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like in my social media feeds, I have like two sets of friends and people. One one set is like the people who hate to see summer end. (laughs) Like, oh no, just a few more days of summer. And then you've got the people that are like ready for fall, ready for Christmas even. You know, like, oh. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm a mild temperature person. Like, I don't like extreme temperatures in any. Like, I'm weak. I don't like like extreme cold. I don't like extreme hot. Steve's like that. So, yeah, I just can't. So now now you're just weaklings. Yeah, exactly. But I definitely fall more into the, like, the fall people. Yeah. And, and I mean, I love spring, and we talked about last time, like, I love summer. Yeah. But in the very beginning, before it gets so hot. Well, and I love love the freedom that you have a lot of time with summer with your kids and stuff like that. Yeah. But then the heat, yeah. I mean, it's like, especially in Georgia, if you're not near water Mm -hmm. where you can, like, cool off or... You're not doing something that's in the shade or, you know. Yeah, it's it's very specific to Georgia in those really sticky climates Mm -hmm. because, like, when I lived in in Montana, I I didn't notice that summer was a thing. It was just like, oh, it just felt good and I enjoyed it because it wasn't just like this sweltering thing. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to talk about the weather. That's boring, right? But... (laughs) Um, <laughs> are we 85 year old men Gosh, in overalls on the porch I, I make fun of, we make fun of Nevada and Steve all the time for that because they talk about the weather and well, they talk, we sure need the some rain <laughs> oh my gosh okay I told you how Dax it was raining here he was over here not too long ago Mm-mm. and he said it was raining outside and he walked by the window and he looked at me you know how he's kind of like a little old man though. Yeah, yeah. he looked out the window and he said my daddy and me sure needed this rain. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> it was the cutest thing. That's because his whole life he stood around and listened to Nevada and Steve <laughs> talk about rain. I know, it's so cute. Um, okay, um, now that I got that out about how hot and miserable that I am, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about a really fun subject today. This is like one of my pet peeves, people who are hypocrites. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. I mean, I think we've all been guilty of being hypocrites at some point in our life. I know that I have. I mean, I could probably think of several occasions when I've been a hypocrite. So I'm not really calling the the pot calling the kettle black. But yeah, let me just say that one of the reasons well, I guess that, I am actually. What do you mean? Because I've been hypocritical, but I've well, I've grown through that learned now. From it, yeah, I learned from that, and now when I see people who some people just won't grow through it. Well, you and know, one of the reasons me. I think I dislike hypocrisy so much is because I've been such a hypocrite in my life. I feel like that makes me dislike it even more. Yeah. So that's because a good way to look at I it. I have definitely been a hypocrite. And sometimes I'll get into this, but sometimes as a parent, I'm still a hypocrite. Do you ever feel like parenting, you you find yourself being a huge hypocrite sometimes? Well, yeah, I think really in all aspects of your life, you can. it's easy to be hypocritical because mm-hmm. it's very easy to look at somebody else and judge them for doing something. Mm-hmm. 
and not look at your own self and be like, oh, wait a minute. I just mm-hmm. did that yesterday or I acted like that yesterday. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I think it's easy to pass judgment a lot of times. So, yeah, but I'm kind of like you. I have, I do feel like that I've grown from that and I, I recognize, you know, if I am a hypocrite, yeah. I, like, like I said about parenting, and this is what I mean. So I will tell Dax, like, I don't want you to have too much screen time. And my child is my child. So he talks back and he's very opinionated. And he looked at me the other day and said, you're on your phone all the time. I've had my kids do that, too. Yeah. And I was like, uh, oh, man, you're so right. Yeah. I'm such a hypocrite. And another thing is, and here I go, like, come at me, y'all. I'm in the South <laughs> where people say they need a good whooping or whatever. I find it very hypocritical that people say, don't hit your brother or I'm going to hit you. Like with the, the, the spanking and stuff like that, sometimes I have a hard time with that because I feel like you're telling people physical violence is not okay and hitting people is not okay and you just hit your sibling so I'm going to hit so you. So don't do it again or I'm going to hit you. Yeah. And like if you wrong. say that in the South, like in the Bible Belt, where people are like, oh, you don't believe in spanking your child or whatever. <laughs> I, have a, I have a hard time with that. I feel like it's very hypocritical. Well, it doesn't really make sense when you think about it. Right. And I think all kids are different too. Like um, my kids, I never, you never I, you felt I never, like you needed to. I never really felt like I had to to spank them. It just wasn't like I could. I've always been able to like talk to them. And of course, my kids are not perfect, and I'm by far not a perfect parent. But you know, I mean, I remember spanking Olivia one time when she was little, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've have done it more. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just never. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. Like I. Not that, like, if people want to spank their kids, that's fine. But I just, I don't think, I think there's it's a lot better way a lot of hypocrisy to me because, like, okay, so for instance, like, I try to teach Dax to have impulse control. Don't be angry. Don't do things in violence. Don't do, mm-hmm. and to me, like, you're, you're picking up an object a lot of times and, spanking a child right so i'm telling him to not do exactly what i'm doing you know what i mean yeah and i mean my kid is definitely different than yours it would take a lot worse than probably spanking dax to like you said you never needed to i probably you know if i did that i would probably he would probably need like 10 a day yeah because (laughs) he's just very defiant right you know what i mean like he pushes the envelope i was just talking to his his grandma the other day about how he will push and push until he finds exactly where your boundary is yeah but anyway i got sidetracked on that but like i was just making a point about i still struggle with things that i feel like i'm a hypocrite over but i'm definitely not a hypocrite like I one time was in my life. Right. Well, I think that the important part about that is and and growing and learning and just becoming a better person in general is that you can tell when you when you are a hypocrite, you can Mm -hmm. look at yourself and say, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. I'm judging them for doing something that that I do or that I've done or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you've grown past it, but you're still, you know, you've been there at some point. So, I mean, I think that's the smart thing to do is just learn to grow past it and identify it yes i agree 
So let's talk about, I mean, I think most people know what a hypocrite is, but like hypocrisy and being a hypocrite is really like the lack of sincerity and humility, right? Because if you're being a hypocrite, it means you're not being sincere. Yeah. I mean, is that the, is that the opposite of hypocrisy? Is sincerity is the opposite of hypocrisy? To some degree it is. Because you're not being sincere with True. with what you think and how you feel and how you're living your life. True. Let's just look up the definition here. Because I would like to know what oh, the... Yeah, I would too. So um, I think that it's really easy. We were just talking about how we were hypocrites too. I think it's really easy to... <laughs> it's easy to judge other people when we won't judge ourselves, right? Yeah. And that's hypocrisy. Of course. <laughs> so the the definition mm-hmm. is the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's... You're yeah, not being you're not sincere. Being authentic you're not being and real. sincere and right. real. Yeah. Right. And you're looking at somebody else mm-hmm. and pointing your finger at them. And you're up on your high horse or your soapbox mm-hmm. preaching to somebody else about something. And you're living in the same situation Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. I don't like that yeah I don't either because I mean everybody okay I can think of three things right offhand that's full of hypocrisy (laughs) okay okay yeah give them to me religion oh politics oh social media amen (laughs) I mean, those are the first things that come to mind just mm -hmm. in our world that there's so much hypocrisy. Yeah. That you're just like, you you don't know who anybody is anymore, really. Mm -hmm. No, it's like the whole world is a fake. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we need less hypocrisy and more people being real and more people judging themselves by the same standards they judge other people by. Or just being less judgmental altogether. Agree. How about that concept? Yeah. Maybe both of those together, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we were just talking about how it's easier to judge somebody else than it is to judge yourself. But I think as you grow as a person, Mm -hmm. then you learn to judge yourself more. You do look at yourself and say, wait a minute, like... It, do I just need to eat something? Am I in a bad mood right now? Like, do I just need to eat? Yeah. Um, am I just, am I jealous of this person that I'm judging? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are a lot of reasons why you judge a person. Am I trying to hide something within myself so I'm judging them for that? Because right. I don't want to be judged, so I'm judging them. You're projecting it onto them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of things. So, I mean, I think it's important for yourself to learn to judge yourself. And not just other people, because, you know, we need to love ourselves and be easy on ourselves sometimes. But but sometimes we need to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, hey, you're being a total hypocrite. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, you need to clean this up or you need to do this differently. Mm -hmm. Like you need to get your act together. Right. I mean, (laughs) yeah, I agree. And I, I, I so often see situations where I may know something that someone did. Yeah. I've been in this situation quite a few times in my life where I know something that someone did. Yeah. And they stand up on their soapbox and judge someone else for it because maybe they're 
their flaw, their sin, their whatever wasn't brought out into the light. Theirs wasn't but made public. the weird thing is, yeah. is they'll be the first to call them out. You might think that if someone had done that or been there, they might just be quiet, right? Right. But for some reason, or maybe, or maybe just say, maybe, maybe they could find a little grace in a situation mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, I've screwed up too, or I've done things that I shouldn't have done, or, mm-hmm. you know, I had to come through that, or I made that mistake. Just being real and not, I can't stand that of point your finger at somebody else and doom them to hell for something that you've, you've also done. Like that's not, to me, that's ultimate hypocrisy. Yes, it definitely is. I mean, that, that they're usually the first to call people out and, um, it's, it's never been my place. You know, I don't think that's my battle to fight. So I've never... You know, I've been in situations like that, but I, I feel like that's on them. Like, oh, you I'm mean not, to call them out on it yeah, and say, I mean, hey, you did the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because maybe the situation, probably if it were someone really close into me that they were doing this to or something, it's always kind of been a, um, you know, I didn't feel like it was my ba- battle to fight, so to speak. Right. But I or would you, sit back and go, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Or you just didn't want to go there because I feel like a lot of times you won't call something out. At least I'm like this. If, if I already know that it's not going to do any good, mm-hmm. I don't want to waste my energy on that person or that situation because I know that it's like I've lost the battle before I even fight it. And so I don't you even want to put start. your energy into no. that. Well, no. and, and, and a really intense hypocrite is someone who... I mean, really, hypocrisy is the lack of taking responsibility for your own actions anyway. If yeah. you're looking at someone else and being a hypocrite over something they did that you yourself you do, right. you're not you're not looking at yourself through the right lens and you're not taking responsibility. So a lot of times you don't want to engage in with that person. So like you said, that makes sense. You just don't want to put your energy there. Yeah. And that's probably a better way to put it that like I didn't even want to put my energy into it. Yeah. But I knew and I sat back. And the problem with that is it makes you not trust that person anymore. Yeah. If you're if you're witnessing that. So it's really bad for for trust and building relationships and stuff because you're like, wow, like they don't see themselves in that light and they're totally judging that person for something they did as if they didn't do it. Right. Right. Well, and like I said earlier, I think we've all 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 been there and we've all been in a situation like that. Um, But as long as you catch yourself and rein yourself back in. And mm-hmm. like I said, look in the cell in the mirror at yourself mm-hmm. and like try to be a better person yourself. Then, you know, that makes everything a lot better. But you know, the sad part is, is you have hypocritical people that never get to that point. Like they, I, they like never look at themselves and never try to correct that behavior. And I think it's because they don't face themselves. They don't want to face themselves. They don't want to like admit their sins, so to speak, because Mm -hmm. they have this certain image that they're trying to hold up. And I think this is especially evident in religious circles because there tends to be so much judgment in religious circles Mm -hmm. because of rules and like the Bible and what people say you should and shouldn't do. And one person's beliefs versus another person's beliefs. And that's probably one that drives me crazy as much as any of them. We all kind of know that politics 
is filled with hypocrisy and it's mm-hmm. kind of like you expect that. Yeah. But in a religious circle, it's supposed to be about love and acceptance. grace and acceptance yes. and forgiveness and all of that. And I find that in those circles, a lot of times there is the most hypocrisy of all. And that gets under my skin, especially, right. you know, we were raised in a church under a lot of judgment and different things like that. And had to grow past a lot of things and a lot of people. And so I think that's probably why that gets under my skin so much. It definitely is for me because religion is one of the things that caused me to be such a hypocrite at certain times in my life. And what I learned as I got older is, of course, it's okay to hold yourself to a certain moral standard and obviously, you know, believe what you believe, but you have to hold yourself to the same moral standard that you right. hold others to. Yeah. And that's where the hypocrisy comes in because, you know, you did a post one time and I loved it because you called him a Bible picker. Yeah. And it's like basically where someone takes one piece of something and beats somebody over the head, but they're over here breaking 10 other, you know, commandments. And, exactly. And so um, I think that, with the relig- religious circles and stuff, I have kind of a deep-rooted um, <laughs> feeling about the hypocrisy in those worlds because I was around it so I much. Do too. I do, too. Yeah, and um, this is one thing, you know, our grand- our grandfather was a-, a preacher, and that's where actually that got started, not the hypocrisy, because one thing I can say about him was he lived the same way that he believed others should live like he was a great example of that but he was surrounded by people that were the exact opposite of that Mm -hmm. and um so yeah it's just a really really touchy subject for me not not really touchy that's probably the bad word but it's just a really kind of important subject to me because i just can't stand that i just feel like it gives Christianity or or certain religions, I feel like it gives them a bad name. And instead of welcoming people in and showing them love, it's filled with judgment and hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Like I can't stand like the Bible pickers thing you're talking about. That's one of my, a huge pet peeve. Like I can't stand for somebody to use a Bible verse and like to just, beat somebody over the head to, yeah to like use it as a weapon and mm-hmm. to beat them up and to talk about how they're going to hell and they're a terrible person but yet they're over here doing 10 other things that come from that same bible that say are not good things but like that's okay because i'm me and i'm a precious christian or i'm living this high standard of living and it's just a bunch of BS is what it is well and they have an inflated uh, sense of self-worth that they're first of all above that person enough to to judge them that harshly but also to like you said before not look at your own mistakes and not look at all of the other places in the bible or in your life not just related to religion that that you're you're being a hypocrite (laughs) well and the fact of the matter is is we all make mistakes we all do things in life that we shouldn't. We all mess up. We all have to start over again. We've all done things I'm sure that we're not proud of at some point in our life. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's where you should learn to have a little bit of grace and understand that maybe you've grown you've grown past a place mm-hmm. or you've, you've gone through something and you've come out the other side and are better for it. Yeah. 
But there are some people that are still going through that or making the same mistakes. And I mean, not that you should just, oh, everybody do whatever. But (laughs) because I understand there has to be a certain amount of law and things like that. But I just think that we should, in general, people should learn to be a little bit more understanding and accepting and graceful toward other people and not so self-righteous. Yeah. Yeah, I agree whole, wholeheartedly because, um, like I said to to begin with, there's a lot of things that we're surrounded with on a on a daily basis that are filled with hypocrisy. So we should really strive to be less hypocritical, to really put ourselves all on an even playing field and accept one another. Because you said while ago, as you got older you became less hypocritical. Well, I think that's because we've gone through stuff that humbled us, Mm -hmm. gone through experiences maybe that we judged others for. And life has a way of doing that to you as you get older and you become less of a hypocrite because you're like, hey man, been there. Know how that is. I've done that. There are (laughs) so many things in my life that I judged other people for Mm -hmm. and would pass my opinion and then end up going through the same exact thing and mm-hmm. then think about that, how I was judging that person person so harshly and then just feel a huge amount of guilt, but also understanding like, oh, my God, now I know how they felt. Mm-hmm. I know why they did that. Mm-hmm. And it, it'll change you a lot when you go through those things that you have judged somebody else for. It, it will change you as a person. And, you know, maybe two people don't go through the same exact thing. But don't judge something that you don't understand. You can't really judge a situation if you've never been there and you don't understand the situation. You can't really point yourself at somebody else. I don't really think you can make the right kind of judgment if you don't know where that person is or what's going on in their life. Yeah. Well, and and hypocrisy is quick to judge. Yeah. I think it's a very smart thing to withhold your judgment. Not that we said we're all human. We all judge. But to withhold that judgment for a moment to wait and see what that person's been through to wait and see what you're what's happening in your life because maybe you're going to go through something so being quick to judge is never really good in any case because you just don't if when you're judging someone else and you're quickly judging a situation you really don't know all the reasons usually if you're doing it quickly yeah and so that snap judgment is really a very negative thing. Well, and, you know, I think there are instances on the flip side of that to where you do have experience with certain people and certain things, and you Mm -hmm. can judge. You can judge quite quickly because you've already been there and done that, so to speak. So you know know what to expect. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously that's not what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, You can make make an accurate judgment sometimes on something, especially – if it's something you have experience with, but learning, like you said, it be slow to judge. I like that. Be slow to judge. Just wait a minute and, and put yourself really in that on. person's shoes. Yes. You know, if it's you, we're talking about other people being a hypocrite, but maybe if you're struggling with being a hypocrite over certain things, 
put yourself in that person's shoes before you judge them and before you're being a hypocrite and think, how would I act? How would I feel? What would happen in my life if that happened to me? Or like we said, it may be the person that already happened to you, but nobody knows. Right. Exactly. You know, just just stepping back and trying to see something from somebody else's point of view basically it's very helpful to avoid hypocrisy because a lot of times when you do that you won't judge and you'll say oh yeah i remember four or five years ago i was kind of in a similar situation right and so well and 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 that brings up another good point to like turn the focus back on yourself refocus on mm -hmm, yourself mm -hmm. like hey what can i do to be better or maybe what can i do to help that person or to try to understand them turn it back to yourself and realize none of us are perfect. And like, you may not be doing A, B, or C, but you're doing D, E, F, and mm-hmm. G. Mm-hmm. You know, like, turn it back to yourself and say, how can I be a better person? Yeah. You know, their battle or what they're doing is not my my issue. Mm-hmm. So let me think about me and how I can be a better person. Yeah. Or again, maybe I can help that person. Maybe I could just not be a jerk. And what, a phenom- <laughs> what a phenomenal thing not to be a wet, hot pile of garbage to people. You know, I'll, you just like to exactly. love and not judge. I mean, you know what I mean? It's it's like, yeah, yeah. what about that? What about loving to try someone? To love them instead. What yeah. about looking at yourself and your own flaws instead of someone else's all the time? Right. So what, I love that. Yeah, thing. refocus back on yourself. I mean, in we focus on ourselves all the time and other things. I mean, we all tend to be a little bit selfish to some degree because we're important to ourselves and yeah, we, we want what we, we want. Help that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know and we're, yeah. we're, we're generally looking out for our best interests. So, and that's okay. That's just how we're kind of made up and it's self-preservation and, you know, your family, your, your people, you know, you want to protect them and that's okay. But also like, again, I'll say sometimes look in the mirror you don't even have to look in the mirror. I'm saying that as a, what do you call it? A metaphor? Yeah. Is that what it's called? No, that's you know great. How my, yeah. You know how my words won't work in my brain? No, right I, I know days? what you're saying, but yeah, that is exactly. Yeah. It's okay to protect <sighs> yourself and all that, but also do, do some self-examination and get off your soapbox every now and then, you know? Or just don't ever get on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep on. Keep on. Um, yeah. Well, and, and that's the problem with dealing with hypocrisy is that um, those are a lot of the times the people that don't do a lot of self-reflection. If you really just keep growing in your hypocrisy, like we say, like we've outgrown a lot of ours. And even yeah. if we're a hypocrite, we stop and go, wait a minute. But or we'll call each other out on it. Yeah. Yeah. But also... How many times do we say your crowd, like have the people that challenge you, have the people that help you to be a better person? Or we'll even look at each other and say, you're not being a hypocrite. You're just being honest. And you're calling a spade a spade. You said something to me via text the other day. And you you said something in a very sarcastic way. and, And you said, like, sorry, I'm being rude or whatever. And I said, no, you're literally like, quoting something that's the truth you just said it in your own way so I didn't see it as you being harsh or being ugly you were basically just literally quoting something verbatim but it just sounded bad well and I thought about that after you texted me back and said no you're literally just quoting 
the truth and quoting mm-hmm. something specific. It's what you're I quoting about something it, that it, sounds terrible. So you felt terrible. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're right. I but like, I, yeah, you were just saying you yeah. were just calling a spade a spade. Yeah. So sometimes it's ugly. I mean, it just is. It is. And have have those people that um, that, you know, call a spade a spade. That's that's a good thing. But um, I lost my train of thought with that hypocrites and hypocrisy oh yeah that oh yeah that's what we're talking about um so you know deep like hypocrisy though is really deep rooted in other things much like anything in life like emotions anger is usually the result of something else right yes it's it's a reaction that you have um hypocrisy is the same way and hypocrisy is usually it sounds crazy but like so many things you're judging someone harshly, harshly, right? And you're being a hypocrite because you're no different and sometimes worse than that person. But a lot of times people who judge other people is because they don't want to be judged. And it sounds weird and it sounds twisted, but they really just want to be accepted and not judged. Right. And it's really deep rooted in that. A lot of times like fear, low self-esteem, fear of being judged. Right. And they'll judge others. And it's it's like a defense mechanism is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like a lot of times judging other people is a defense mechanism because you either don't want your skeletons to come out and be judged for it or you have really low self-esteem or you live in fear. You know? Or you know that side of yourself and you know the situation, but you don't you don't want to face that you don't Mm -hmm. even want to face it yourself that's a good point you don't even want to face it yourself Mm -hmm. and so calling it out on somebody else takes that light off of you and puts it on somebody else yeah and because you're fearful yeah you're concentrating on them instead of yourself and your own demons Mm -hmm. but you know i think it's also because people are scared to be vulnerable to be vulnerable is very hard it's it's not always easy to say do you know what I did one time? I cheated. Or Mm -hmm. do you know what I did one time? I stole something or I lied or I did this. That's not easy to be vulnerable and to admit and put yourself out there like that. That's how we help each other though. It is. is. We're all human. We're all in this together. Right. And you can take advice from someone who's been there and is real and is humble about it a lot better than you can from someone who's beating you over the head and judging you. Yeah. It's so much easier to start a conversation by like, you know, I don't think you should do that because here's why I've been there. That's not being a hypocrite. You're literally trying to help someone else out of a situation because you've been there too. Exactly. And I mean, I think that's the whole reason. I don't think I know that's the whole reason we do this podcast and we do what we do is because we've had so many conversations about this, about just being real. And like I said, it's not always easy because you Mm want to put your best foot forward. Like you want to be the best person that you can be. You know, we all want to be liked. You don't want to be judged. No, you don't. Mm -hmm. You want to be loved. You want to be accepted. I mean, that's what everybody wants and needs in their life. But I think being brave enough to be vulnerable and to let people know that you're not perfect and you don't always have it all together. And, you know, I, you know, I screw up. I screamed at my husband this morning. I did whatever, or I've been there where you are. I think it's so important to do that and just to be real because that's how you help people. Like you said, that's like the human connection and how people feel comfortable with you and that's how we help others that deep self-examination 
it's hard. That's why we avoid it. Right. Like we talked about, you're fearful sometimes, so you don't even want to face it yourself. But it's easy to face that in someone else and take the light off you. Mm-hmm. And you said about being vulnerable. And you know that I've struggled a lot in my life with being vulnerable. And I had to really examine that. Why, why am I so afraid to feel vulnerable? And a lot of the reason that I was afraid to be vulnerable, and I still struggle with that, is because I saw vulnerability as weakness. Because when I look back over certain situations in my life, the times that I was really vulnerable, and it's unfortunate because not everybody's this way. I've been vulnerable other times in my life that people were very kind and very good and very loving. But there's been several times in my life when I was very vulnerable and that was used as a weapon against me. Right. You know, where I maybe let somebody know something about myself or I showed that weakness so they knew where to hit me. Yeah. And I really had to try to grow through that because being vulnerable isn't being weak. Well, and that's a that's type, just how I viewed it because of my experience. That's that's really a type of trauma though. Yeah. That you go through because if you open up and you're vulnerable and you let a side of yourself show or you you open up to somebody mm. and it's really hard for you and then somebody uses that against you, first of all, that's a terrible person. <laughs> they need to do some self-examination because you could you should never use that someone's vulnerability against no, them. Yeah. You should not. If somebody has the confidence in you to be vulnerable and to put that out there, you should never use that against them. But I mean, that's a type of trauma and it take you know, to get past trauma, you have to heal from it. Mm-hmm. And so your first mechanism when you've had that is like a defense. Yeah. Oh, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want to go through that. That's again. how I feel about hypocrisy, though. I mean, I feel like that's a, so much the same way. Like I was afraid to be vulnerable, right? Because I had trauma related to that because right. I, I started to view um, vulnerability as weakness and mm-hmm. I needed to be strong, right? Yeah. Well, so hypocrisy is so much the same way because we just said a lot of times you're judging someone and you're getting up on your soapbox because you're afraid to be judged because there's something attached to that that makes you, you know, lash out. Whereas mine was like avoiding it. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes the people that are first to judge are the ones that are afraid to be judged. Those are probably a lot of times the people that need the most love. Mm -hmm. even though they don't act like it. And they're the people Mm -hmm. you want to slap sometimes. (laughs) I mean, you know, they're the people that can make you the most mad because like I just said earlier, I'd have a really hard time with people who are hypocrites. Everyone does. And that that can, you know, that can point their fingers at others. And especially like you said, if if it's somebody you know, it makes it even worse because you're like, are you serious right now? Like, I know you and I know your past. And are you really are you really judging this person for this? Or are you like, you know, yeah. but, uh, but like you said, those, those people need love and maybe even more than we do t- sometimes, because if they're not comfortable with their own demons and comfortable with saying, well, I mean, I really can't say anything because I've been there too, or I understand why they're doing that. It doesn't make it right, but I understand, mm-hmm. you know, if that person, the hypocrite if they haven't gotten to that point yet of self-acceptance and self-forgiveness then it's really easy for them to point the finger at others yeah so they need love even though sometimes you don't want to give it to them well you probably want to give it to them less because 
being a hypocrite is a lonely place to be because I said earlier, you don't trust that person. Mm-mm. So people don't want to have close relationships with you. They don't want to be your friend. And nobody wants to be friends with someone who never admits the wrong to begin with. Well, don't you think I struggle with this sometimes? It, it has gotten a little easier as I've gotten older just because I think I've um, kind of found the courage to be a little bit more outspoken and to voice my opinions more where I used to be more quiet about it and kind of a people pleaser and oh I've got to be this way and I've got to take the high road and I've got to do this but don't you think that sometimes people need to be just called out on that they need to be called out and like I mean I think they do all the time even though we can't (laughs) always do that yeah you know it'd be great if we could just be like oh hypocrite yeah but we can't do that right and but yes that would be lovely (laughs) If we could do that, because then you just nip the problem. The problem is, though, is is you can't. Obviously, yeah, we can't right. do that. We just said we have to handle things in love. And a lot of times it's pointless anyway, because that person's not going to admit to any wrongdoing anyhow. Yeah. So I think if you could find other ways to maybe try to help them. And... Maybe not confront it. If it is a situation where it's somebody that you know, maybe you can talk to them and say, hey, do you realize you're doing this? Or, you know. Well, maybe focus on what they're doing and not the behavior. (laughs) Because the problem is if you're saying, oh, you're being a hypocrite and you're having this type of behavior, more times than not, their defenses are going to go up. But maybe if you address what they're being a hypocrite over, as in the subject. Right. And I like what you said earlier about (laughs) metaphors. Sometimes you can use a metaphor with someone because it takes all of the, it takes it off it being so personal. You're kind of telling a story to make your point. Well, and they don't take offense to it as easily. And this is where I don't generally, and you and I don't like this most of the time, don't like passive aggressive behavior, but this is where sometimes Passive aggressiveness can be used in a productive way. In what way do you mean? To try to point out a situation to a person. But using another method. But using another method. Mm -hmm. um, Like you said, a story that you tell or maybe something about even yourself. I think that's passive aggressive, though. See, I think passive aggressiveness is very negative, and I don't see that necessarily as negative because you're trying to help someone. Well, when I say passive aggressive, I mean, you're not confronting them directly right, and right. saying, hey, you did this and you're blaming this person for doing mm-hmm. the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're trying to do it. And I say passive aggressive because you are being aggressive in the sense that you're, you're trying, trying to, to make point a point it out, right. but you're being a little bit passive with it because you're not confronting them. Sorry, I keep coughing. I got a frog in my throat or something and you're not um you're not just calling them out no i see what you're saying and maybe passive aggressive is not the right term but it it is just in the true sense of the term usually we use that in like a negative way and what i was saying is that that doesn't seem negative to me that seems like a positive thing yeah which is the point you were making i get it i I was just trying to take that and say that that's a way i think that you can turn like where passive aggressiveness tends to be more of a negative thing. Mm -hmm. You can use it kind of in a constructive way without being really confrontational in a situation, if that makes sense. Yeah. 
See, I knew I'd find a way to make passive aggressiveness. No, I just was, I just had to get on the same page with you. Like I was just, I was just saying, because what you were saying seemed positive, but passive aggressiveness sometimes is very negative, but that's the whole point you were trying to make. I should be a better listener. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should be a better speaker. (laughs) Well, just showing your human side at the end of the day, being vulnerable with someone else instead of jumping up on your platform and and judging is just you know well a way to avoid that hypocrisy that we can't stand right and again you don't always know where a person is or what they're going through or what they've been through or where they're headed like you don't unless that is a super and even people super close to you sometimes you don't always know what they're going through or what they're dealing with. Because, I mean, I've gone through plenty of things in my life that I didn't really tell anybody about because I was trying to be a certain way and, like, I didn't want to tell everybody or I didn't want to talk about it. You know, so, I mean, you never, you just never know exactly what somebody's going through or or what's going on in their life. So, I mean, a good rule of thumb, really, not that we can all ever do this, but... A good rule of thumb is don't judge unless you've been through it. Yeah. You know, because you you can't really judge a situation and you can't really know what somebody, you know, how they should react or what choices they should make unless you yourself, I feel like you have more right to judge when you've been in that same exact situation, but you really don't have any grounds when you haven't. Mm-mm. you know walk that road you know and even a lot of times even if we've been through the same situation or the same thing there are more than likely differences it's different you know because we're we're all different as people and are the roads that we've traveled have been different and even then we have to be careful i think mm-hmm. but mainly just be a nice human and don't be a jerk and don't go around judging people and pointing your fingers at people Yeah, and especially if you are guilty of the same or worse, you have to hold yourself to the same standard. If you're going to be so morally righteous with your opinions and judgments, you better walk that walk because, (laughs) you know, like, you know, it's one thing to hold someone to a certain standard if you hold yourself to that. But my experience is... It's the, that's the whole that's the whole point of hypocrisy is you're holding someone else to a standard that you yourself are not held to. Exactly. Because that is the age old thing of your actions don't line up with your words. When you're mm-hmm. a hypocrite, you're saying one thing, you're doing another that doesn't match up. People don't trust you. You don't um, walk the walk that you talk. Yeah. And that is a very hard person to deal with on a regular basis is someone who says something and does something else. Well, have some teenagers and they'll call you out really fast. If you do, if you (laughs) get on them for anything, they will call you out and say, "Um, excuse me, you did this or you said this. It's really, it's very highly annoying, (laughs) but it's also a really good check and balance because I mean, a lot of times they're just being, they're just being teenagers of not just teenagers, but a lot of times they will call you out on something and you will have to look at yourself and say, Oh my God, they're right. Like I need to be a better example. Like what is that saying? Do as I say and not as I do. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So, no. That's great, though, that you relate to them in that way. And to me, it's good that they can call you out. I mean, obviously, I know it's annoying and you wish they they wouldn't. But a lot of times people overlook um, teenagers and young people and, and say, well, like, in essence, that doesn't apply to me because I'm the adult. And I think it's good that we let ourselves be called out sometimes by our kid. I mean, I just told you my five-year-old called me out and said, get off your phone. Yeah. And so I think it's good that, you know, sometimes you just, oh, you got to shut your kid up and tell them how it is. And but, to be open-minded enough to go, ooh, they're right. I'm yeah, being a well, hypocrite. They have really young, fresh brains. Yeah. And a lot of times they can see things very unbiasedly mm-hmm. that we as adults you know, the adult wise people of the world, Mm -hmm. we've gotten calloused to certain things, or we've been programmed in our minds to be a certain way by everything we're surrounded by. And a lot of times a kid is not to that point yet. And they can, they can have a lot of valid truth to what they speak, even though, like I said, it's annoying sometimes when it's you that they're calling out. But in the long run, it can be really beneficial for you too, because it makes you be a better parent and a better person, I think, because again, yeah. you have to look at yourself and say, wait a minute. Like, I don't need to tell them this thing, which of, of course there are some things that older people and adults can do that children should not. Obviously. But you know, it's like I said, it's a good check and balance a lot of times. Well, and we know our children so well. And so we, we do that to our children constantly, but we have to understand our children know us very well too, right. because they're living in the same house with us. So sometimes they have the right to call us out because they know us well and they know what we're doing is hypocritical yeah. or, you know, something being open to that is, is really a good thing. Because like you said, they have that freshness and that innocence that the world hasn't tarnished to some degree, which is a really, really good point of view. What about if your spouse calls you out on something? Oh, no, that's no, no. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm -mm. That's different. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, let's be honest, have you ever pointed your finger at your spouse and then had to look at yourself and be like, wait a minute? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like you're lying, right? It seems like I'm a hypocrite. Um, yes, of course. I mean, that happens, like I said, on a regular basis, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes is always a good thing. I'll just say that I have to do that often because I talked about in how I've been a hypocrite before. And I'm going to go ahead and confess that one of my biggest things that I was a hypocrite over in my life was I would be very straightforward and outspoken. I mean, I'm still that way. You know how I am. I'm pretty opinionated and kind of say how I feel when I feel it. But I also had to realize that I would say things and I would hurt people's feelings. But here we go. I didn't want them to hurt my feelings. You don't want them to what be What a hypocrite, right? Like I was super sensitive if people said things a certain way to me, yeah. but I could say you know, obviously that's that's a little bit to do with maturity and learning how to use some tact. I can still be opinionated and straightforward, but I can use a little tact when I say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is the how I wanted people to deal with me. Right. I mean, you, you can tell me, but like, just don't hurt my feelings when you say it. And I mean, I was a hypocrite over that. I would call people out and point out stuff that may hurt their feelings, and I wouldn't do it in the right way. But I was, ooh, don't do that to me. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I was more important, <laughs> you know, and that's what we do when we're hypocrites is, uh, well, my feelings are more important. 
so don't hurt mine. Yeah. Or what about this one? It's okay for me, though, because of this or because I'm more wise or I'm, you know, have you ever dealt with justification? Yeah, like total Mm -hmm. justification because it's basically saying, yeah, it's basically saying, but I'm better Mm -hmm. than they are. So Mm -hmm. it's okay for me. Yeah, it's okay for me. It's just super harsh judgment. We keep going yeah. back to that. Yeah. And it's just such harsh judgment. When we know we're all human, we know that we all make mistakes. We're all prone to wrongdoing. And when you're harshly judging someone else, when you know you yourself are prone to that, then are you really doing anyone any good? I mean, I don't think so. I really don't. And as I've gotten older, too, the actions and words thing, that's a tricky one. Yeah. Because I'm probably still going to fall victim to people's words sometimes and not look at their actions. But I have learned to dodge hypocrisy a lot of times by focusing more on people's actions. We, We say this all the time, you and I do. People do what they want. Yes. They can say a lot, but people do what they want. They can say, I don't have time for that. That's one of my favorites. But then they have time for this. They can say, I don't do that. But, you know, it's watch people's actions because that is really who they are. Yep. And that helps you avoid hypocritical people a lot of times if you really watch how they live their life, what they do. Because sometimes if someone's judging and you look and they hold themselves to that high standard. Yep then maybe they're not being a hypocrite. Maybe they're just saying, hey, this is like it is. This is how I live my life. This is what I expect. And, but chances are most of the time, it's just not that way, unfortunately. So I'm going to use our, this just popped in my head. I'm going to use our friend Launches, for instance. Uh Uh-huh. So he is like the most fit person. He and his family live so incredibly clean that it'll make you feel like the worst unhealthy. is good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, they're just, a, you know, they they eat incredibly clean. They're vegans, first of yes, all. Yes, they're so vegans. They, yeah. You know, they are like the picture of health. He works out religiously. I don't think there is like, there's no fat on his body anywhere. He's like a little lean muscle walking around. Mm-hmm. And, but he will be like incredibly hard on you when you work out with him or if he trains you but he's earned that right because he's gone to the extreme of health and fitness and he lives and he practices what he preaches he's totally Mm -hmm. not hypocritical about that he's a prime example of being a not hypocrite and when you earn that right to be a certain way and you've gone to like the pinnacle of a place then it's okay. He's using the high standard he holds himself to to hold other people to a high standard, to which is other great people. because yeah. he's helping people rise above and do better. Right. But he lives it. If you don't believe it, share well, your Apple Watch information <laughs> with him. I mean, he burns he, that many calories. And he can cut you down in the most loving way when it comes and to I accept it every time I do you? too I You're take like, the abuse thank you cut me down again yes because you know he's doing it out of yeah. love yeah you know and that is the right way to do something when you are judging a situation or you're trying to help a person to do it in a yes. loving way and to say he will also look at you and tell you that he was fat one time and he struggled yeah. with self-esteem and mm-hmm. he struggled with all these things 
but he will also take 100% responsibility for himself. Yes. And that's really, I think, with hypocrisy, what if a person can learn to take 100% responsibility for themselves. Yes. Yes. That is like the key to not being a hypocrite because then you can't blame it on anybody else. You can't judge. You judge yourself based on your actions and what you do. Well, and people respect that, you know, because his actions line up so perfectly with his words. Right. We can respect that. We see that. It's not looked at as judgment because it, it's it's helping us, first of all. Yeah. And, and when we talk about hypocrisy, it sounds like we're saying don't hold anybody to a standard. No, you, you can we can hold others to a standard, but only if we hold ourselves to it, because yeah. then it's just judgment and you just being mean. Yeah. You know, and so like what you said about launches is. It always feels like it's in love because you 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 know he's being three times as hard on himself. Yeah, exactly. And he's just trying to help you because exactly. he's been there and he's he's gone through those struggles and he's trying to get you through them. And I mean that's that's a beautiful thing. It really is. It really is. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell another little story here. Um, that just reminded me of this for some reason. So. Um, recently there were some kids, I say kids, they were 18, Mm -hmm. but they went by, um, dad's property Mm -hmm. and they shot out the windows of some of the buildings there. Yeah. And so the guy that works for dad there immediately called the police because he was around and he heard it. And well, they thought it, it they thought it was a gun at first, but it it, it ended up just being, um, these like steel marbles that they were shooting with a slingshot, but it still busted out several windows. Yeah. (laughs) And so they called the police. Well, the police came out there immediately and caught the kids. Like I said, legally they were of age, but obviously we know an 18 year old is still a kid, Mm -hmm. but they gave dad the option to press charges. Yeah. And at first dad said he thought, yeah, I probably should. And then he thought, no, I'm not going to press charges. Like, I'm going to give these kids a grace because I need a lot of grace. Mm-hmm. And I loved that because if people could look at other people and say, hey, I'm not perfect and I need grace too. So I'm going to extend grace to this person. What they did was wrong, of course. But, you know, dad ended up on the phone with the kids. How many and said, times did we need grace when we were 18? <laughs> exactly. And, that's, yeah, that's, and you need grace when you're 40 and 50 <laughs> and 60. As long yeah. as you're alive, we all need it. Right. And. I think if we could all just learn to be a little more gracious to others and forgiving instead of judging and hypocritical. Like Love that's people really the, the way key. we want to be loved. Extend exactly. grace like we want grace extended to us. You know, it, it's it's so simple when we say it. Right. But it it's it's hard to do because we all have that bit of hypocrisy in us that like you know, that that's such a great story because that really is someone looking at themselves before they judge someone right. else and right. saying, hey, well, know, how many times minute, have I done something stupid when I was 18? Well, and again, that goes back to, like you said, be slow to judge. Yeah. Because at first he was angry because they destroyed his property. Yeah. But then once he sat with it for a minute and yeah. said, wait a minute. And like that just goes back to wisdom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And he has a few years on us. So, yeah. But, you know, and, and of course, I hope 
they say with age comes wisdom. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always happen with some people, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that that's just something that people say because it just depends on the person. You know, it depends on that self-reflection and that growth because there's a lot of old, dumb people, too. I mean, you know, I don't say that in an ugly way. I know that sounds terrible, but but you have to... <laughs> Yeah, because that did not so many. <laughs> no, but you, like I just, I'm not. I'm saying like just because I'm 41 doesn't mean I'm smart. Right. I had to put in the work and I had to do the self reflection. Right. Well, I'm, I'm not on my, I'm I not think. on my best behavior today. <laughs> well, and I think really the core of that saying is because the older you you get, the more things you have gone through in your life, the more mistakes you've made, the more you've had to learn and grow mm-hmm. from the school of hard knocks, as they say, mm-hmm. and so where do we get wisdom from learning and from making mistakes and from, yeah. you know, growing as a person? So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's goes back to, again, we keep saying it, but that self-reflection, that looking at yourself before you look at other people and, you know, not, to not be an old dumb person, you do have to do that <laughs> self reflection. I'm just gonna say it I again. I don't want to be an old dumb person. <laughs> I don't want to be an old dumb person either because we've lived a long don't time. We've had plenty person. of time. <laughs> we've had plenty of time to learn and grow. So let's let's use our experiences and use that grace that right. was extended to us and use the love that was given and give it to others Wonder and grow what would from happen it. If we just said that to somebody, <laughs> don't, don't be, be an, an old. Oh, my God, I'm not good at this today. Uh, Um, Yeah, but you see what I'm saying, though. Like, you have to apply and and really learn and look inward. Just getting older doesn't Doesn't necessarily mean that, like we talked about our kids, right? We're much older, but sometimes they have a much better point of view than us. But you're right in the sense that, yeah. I mean, with age does come a lot of wisdom because you have a lot of experience. Right. Anyway. Well, and you you can only learn from your mistakes if you allow yourself to. Like if you're just hard headed and you don't try to find the lesson. You can become worse as you get older. You You can can become more hypocritical because you've done it for so long that it's it's so hard to reverse. And that's a form of denial. Hypocrisy is. And we know the longer you stay in denial, the harder that it is to yes. reverse that and get out of it. Well, it's like it, it's like a person that lies a lot. Like they tell one lie and then they have to tell another lie to cover up another mm-hmm. lie and then another lie, then another lie. And before you know it, they're in this snowball of hell and, <laughs> yeah. and they can't get out of it because mm-hmm. they built themselves in this whole building of lies that they can't get out of. And it's the same way with hypocrisy. If you don't face it and you don't try to get past it, you're just going to be a bigger and bigger and bigger hypocrite. Yeah, and you're going to be lonely. You're going to be lonely yeah. because no one's going to, first of all, want to be around you because you're rude and you judge them all the time. Right. But secondly, they're not going to trust you. They're not going to They're gonna give up. Like we said, I'm not going to put my energy there because I know they're not going to face it. Yeah. So it can be a really lonely place to be. It's not only good for the world around you, but it's good for you to avoid that. Because you will have a lot more friends. Yeah, I was just going to say. People will trust you. I was just going to say, how how many real, genuine friends do really hypocritical people tend to have? Unless they are also huge hypocrites. And let's face it, if you're two huge hypocrites and you're friends, I mean, how 
good of a friendship could you possibly have because you're not being not real. real yeah and so yeah you are going to be lonely and you're not going to have a good a lot of good friends because nobody is going to like you <laughs> you're bad at this today too. i am <laughs> oh my gosh um some days some days we're better than others. <laughs> that's yeah, all you can say that's, that's all you can say like when you texted me this morning you're like basically hurry up i, I need a gym partner i have his what did you say well, I had been in the gym and I realized I had no motivation. So I was just depending on you to get there. And I said something to the extent you were running late. And I said, it's fine. I just have as much gusto as a wet mop. Is what I said. <laughs> yeah. So I needed you to come and, and motivate yeah. me a yeah. little bit because I was I was on the treadmill and I was just like, oh, my God. Like well, 10 minutes had passed, only 10 minutes. And I was like, when's she going to be here? <laughs> well, and some days you're just on and you feel better. And some days, yeah. you know, you're not. No. So you're old and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you're just an old dumb person. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I think we should probably wrap this up because it seems yeah. like we're getting on the. Yeah, we're getting dumber. <laughs> I'm <laughs> um, getting older and dumber. No, but you know, I hope. I hope, and I know we see each other's points, and I hope everybody else can look through our, us being a little off today and and see um, how not to be a the, the, the message in the mess. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Um, I well, think it's a good subject, and I think it's an easy trap for us all to fall into, and I think it's course. useful to talk about. Just right. to talk about it because we we started out by saying we're all human and we're all prone to those wrongdoings and being a little bit hypocritical. So it's a good subject to to talk about and remind ourselves of. Well, and there are so many more things I could delve into and talk about on the subject, which yeah. we won't go there today, I don't right. think, because they can get pretty deep and sticky. Mm-hmm. And um, that may be subject for another time, but... I think the the most important part of this is, like we said earlier, to learn to love people and to have grace and to just be slow to judge. Yeah, withholding withholding judgment is. I mean, go go back to how much you want people to withhold judgment from you, and it'll make it a lot easier, right, for you to look and withhold judgment from someone else. Because one of our biggest fears in life I think is being judged by other people and so think about that next time you want to point the finger at somebody yeah and just try a little bit of love and forgiveness Mm -hmm. and understand again you don't know what somebody's going through you don't know why they're in the place that they are and even if you do you still may not fully understand the situation so and we didn't say this and I know we're about to wrap up but Look at the intention behind your judgment. Are you trying? Are you that person that was overweight and now you're hard on yourself and you're just trying to bring someone else to a healthy place? Are you an alcoholic that sees someone drinking too much and you want to sit down and help them because you're saying, yes, you may be judging their actions, but what is your intention? Are you using that to help someone or right. are you just being a big fat hypocrite mm-hmm. and you're just doing that because you need to spew that hatred and you need to judge someone else so you won't be judged? Think of that intention behind if someone's judging you mm-hmm. 
or if you're judging someone else. Right. I think that's a, a, a good thing to remind everybody of is, is what is the intention behind it? Because if it's not to give someone love and not to give someone grace or to help someone, What's it's the not point? useful. Yeah, no, yeah, it's not useful. It's not useful. It's just a waste of time and energy. Mm-hmm. Don't be an old dumb person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. 